0: good evening my beautiful and bearded buddies it is von warren i am back with episode two of the bold beautiful and bearded podcast um now i did not plan on doing this episode until halloween maybe i as i'm sure you can smell there's incense burning um I had something happen to me this weekend where, and quite frankly, like, I don't give a fuck if people don't believe me. Like, I know what I heard, and I'm going to tell you guys a story leading up to this about this apartment, and there are going to be parts of it that I'm just going to be honest about, so there may be, like, warning, 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 um, depictions of drug use and different modes of drug use, so there's the warning if it's a trigger for y'all skip the episode and just get the synapse um but so this whole thing started um um oh my neighbors are outside like grilling so you may hear an exchange of pleasantries or two um it smells really good i will say that um so i got this apartment without looking at it because i really needed an apartment i'd already gotten turned down for one in uptown because of my credit even though I made like really good money. So I was desperate. because I had to move out. Like it was like within a week if that. So I was just trying to find literally any apartment that would take me in uptown. And this one like was right in the area. I've lived like two blocks from here before. So I was like, cute. Um, I applied for it. They said, I got it. And they're like, well, do you want to look at it? And I said, no, like I need out of wherever I'm at. So this is going to have to do. Fast forward, um, so I think, I think, yeah, yeah. So someone came over and this is obviously like within the first like six months or so. And he was like, is your apartment the last one on the left? And I was like, yeah, why, have you been here before? And he said, yeah, um, there used to be this really weird priest that lived here. Um, Yeah, he was just like, he's not really a priest anymore. He what and the um, you know, he uses math or used math and he was just into some weird shit. And I was like, Okay, well, that's odd. And you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Well then, you know, fast forward some time and another person who was coming over was like, Do you live on the last door on the left? And I was like, Yeah, why? He's like, Oh, he kind of got a shiver. And he's like, dude, there was this really creepy priest well he's not a priest but anymore but he was really creepy and into some really dark shit like just creepy shit so of course then i'm like um you want to like tell me what's up like you want to share with me what's going on like hey and um he was like he's like it's probably nothing dude like it's it's just don't bring it up it's probably nothing and i'm like okay um and then sometime later another person same thing pretty much except he said like the weird the priest was into some like weird shit but he just was like it's probably nothing good like just it's probably just nothing and but they all confirmed that there was this old priest who lived in my apartment and was into meth and I don't know what y'all I mean like everyone believes different things I can tell you that my, my experience with Matthews I've never hallucinated I've never gone into a psychosis where I thought like the FBI was after me or whatever it just it never that never happened for me um also i i've always known that there is something beyond this life i don't know what it is i'm not going to tell people what it is or what it isn't and growing up um not very much in terms of the supernatural experiences but and my youngest brother he's seen more than i have um i haven't seen anything but i just would like I just have very always have had a very strong intuition and there are just some things maybe i'll have my mom on here to talk about all the weird like esoteric crap that has happened in my childhood probably not a lot but i remember those a couple stories that i can't recall right off the top of my head um yeah so and i've had confirmation of like the good so like i'm going to tell you here in a little bit the story of me, me coming woke and with one of my first warnings about this drug like it was a confirmation that like the good existed or from a confirmation from the good side, quote unquote. Well, actually, I'll just get to that story right away. So after living here for about, I'd say a year or so, I saw this individual's profile on this hookup app. Um, and it's a, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not going to share the name, it doesn't really matter. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, I, that message is very distracting and I'm not going to even address it right now. Anyway, um, okay, sorry. That text message turns out was going to distract me. So I decided to deal with it. Um, but talking about the time I came woke or, yeah. So I saw this profile on, um, some random website, not random, but pretty kind of sleazy website and um i would never seen this profile before and he hit me up and usually as all of my gay listeners know the whole exchange of words from starting this encounter to meeting up can sometimes be a lot and it can sometimes just be too much if you're just trying to like get on get off and get off you know what i mean so but this time it was very much like here's my address here's my phone number here's my room number, everything I needed to know. And I'm like, okay, well, shoot, I'm right there. I get there and we have fun, you know, a lot of fun. And he asked me, um, do you believe in energy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I'd like to believe that I'm kind of sensitive to uh, you know, people's energies and all that. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I was like, why?
1: For no reason,
0: just, just curious, you know, just trying to get a feel. Well, he had to fly out to California the next day and he didn't want to park in the, um, in the airport parking lot. So, and it's a brand new vehicle. This complete stranger, um, looks at me and goes, can I leave my car at your apartment? I'll be back in a couple of days. I gotta go fly to California and do this art class and come back or whatever. And I was like, oh, sure. It wasn't until he got in an Uber from my place to the airport without his keys. I was like, oh shit i have this complete stranger's keys in my pot in my hands what the fuck um and he said like, oh yeah go ahead and use it for to get because this time i didn't have a car so he's like yeah you know just go ahead uh, go get groceries with things i don't even have a hard time getting around whatever well um he comes back and he this is how in tune with emotions he is so this is a time in my life when i would I used to sabotage anybody who used to have a crush on me. I got feelings for them. So I I did it so like on autopilot that like, I didn't even realize I was doing it. So when he comes back after his trip, he hugs me and he's like, what's different. And I'm like, what do you mean what's different? He's like, something's different. Why? What's different? I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. I have no clue. Something's different. And I, I, of course like convinced him to stay, but I was just so confused. I was like, what the heck? So, um, he says it's a night and he wakes up the next morning and he told me with this like look of sheer terror on his face. He's like, I had sleep paralysis last night and I mean, he just looked scared and I had sleep paralysis when I first started using meth, like at this point, it was like eight years ago and it's, it's, it's a super scary thing. Like, um, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. But. He didn't really talk about it the rest of the day um fast forward we were trying to uh to get some uh marijuanas and my marijuanas individual you know comes up to the uh to the apartment we're all talking and those two look at each other and it's like they'd seen each other before or something like they just instantly got into this rapport where they started talking about topics that are a little scary and up until this point, I was under the impression that, like, the government had my best interest, that uh, the world was going to be just fine. I mean, it still might. We have to do work. But I'm just saying, like, I was so the, the blind was had not yet been pulled from my eyes about the real world. Well, these two start ta- talking topics about, like, the real world. And I remember my the floor beneath my feet, like, gave out. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I just, like, freak out. And I'm like, I "I got to go downstairs. Well, I come down to my apartment, and I am bawling hysterically. Like, I cannot keep it together, and that's not like me. Usually, I can get myself together pretty quickly. No, no, no. I'm here to tell you, I could not get it together. So, uh, you know, he comes down the stairs, um, and he sits next to me, and I throw my arms around him, and I've never done this ever. Like, I'm not one, I was not one to seek comfort like this. And, um, so, of course, he hugs me, and all of a sudden, he, like, like, kind of, like, shivered, without making the sound, of course, but, like, he just kind of shivered, and my anxiety went from a fucking, oh, my God, we're all gonna die, to a non-existent, like, that quickly. I kid you not. Now, up until this point, I had not practiced spirituality in about seven years of any kind, because after Christianity fell on its face in front of me and I was exercised at church camp. Yeah. They tried to exercise me. Um, I was like, fuck it. Like I'm not, nope, nope, not, nope, not doing anything until it's proven to me until I have proof. So I had, I was on a very much like a selfish path and like that thinking about religion or spirituality until this moment right here. I've never had my emotions change like that um i know how quickly i can de-escalate and i had never been that scared in my life and i literally went from being that scared to like tranquil like in an instant and then i just kind of like waited it happened again and um i went from like tranquil to just like like every limb was like relaxed and then he did it again and i was like are you doing that and he like nodded his head. And he was like, yep. I'm like, how? And he's like, well, you can feel emotions. I can manipulate them if they're touching me. Um, I don't like to do it. Um, and it's very taxing. But I take them from them. And I was like, oh, my God. So everything that I'm feeling, he's like, yeah. So if you could calm down, that would be really great. You know, so I did. And I was like, oh, my God if everything that is good is true. So I've been told about empaths and this whole thought process of uh, spirituality, or I had been looking into it a lot since I was like 15. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait. That means, and he nods his head slowly. He's like, yes, the duality does exist. So I'm like, well, first I put two and two together. And I'm like, oh my God, you said you had sleep paralysis last night. And he nods slowly. He's like, there's something in this apartment or there's something following you or both, but we need to get rid of it now. So, you know, we went to the eye of Horace and we we prayed together and we sealed it and smudged it and all this. And, you know, I thought it was, I'll tell the story in more detail, like in a different episode, but the, the premise that I'm telling it for now, that was first warning that there was something in this apartment. And, um, he also told me to stop using drugs. He goes, you need to stop doing drugs. And I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I knew that at the time too, but I continued to I continued to use them for uh, you know another year and a half after that. But um, so uh, let's see here we go too Okay, so I didn't really. I mean, the people, people friends of mine have said this apartment has weird energy. I've noticed that it's like it's a struggle to keep the energy neutral. Um, it's, it's just, and it's always kind of in this one spot. Um, now fast forward kind of to this current warning, um, bringing it up to speed on terms of like my personal experience with this entity. Um, I have never IV used Uggs intravenously until this apartment and it wasn't, wasn't right away either. Um, for some reason, the idea of that kept like coming into my head. And then all of a sudden, like, it was no longer like scary. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, I kind of want to know what it's like, and that's like, I have used that drug for the better period of 10 years. And I've never, ever, ever had a slip in thinking in terms of like how I felt about that for me. Okay. Now, and this is the part where like you're just gonna have to take my word for it, you know, but like, and, but I'm here to tell you that what I experienced this weekend was very real. And I'm not, you know, trying to, I'm not being sponsored by no ghost hunters, people, people, I'm not trying to, like, make people see some sort of light and think some sort of way. But I also think that like, it's a little It's kind of funny that people are starting are now like accepting of the fact that like, oh, we can't be the only things that are in this galaxy, which is 100 percent right. But we don't know what happens after death. And if it's not far-fetched enough to say that there are other beings in the galaxy, it's not too far-fetched to say that like there's a there's a dimension or a place that is between, you know, this and the afterlife or something or what is the afterlife. All these questions we don't know, but because we don't know the definitive answer, you have to leave room in your head for like the possibility of something that you aren't aware of, right? Um, and i uh, will just get into it. That's that's enough pre-warning. But so, in this apartment, I have started using drugs or intravenously, intravenously, blah blah. blah. Some things that I that interested me have taken a darker spin. I haven't acted on anything. There have been a couple um, of occasional hookups that got a certain level of rough that I just did not think I or they would go to. Um, and then there was an argument between my best friend and I, where he said some things, and he would never he would never say these things to me. And when I looked at him while he was saying those things to me, oh, I just got goosebumps. Like, there was nothing there. It just was this vacant, cold emptiness, this cold darkness behind his eyes when he said those things. Like, there have just been, oh, I got goosebumps again. Like, creepy. Now, also, I have been working pretty pretty diligently on um, bettering my... Uh, spirituality in my path and it's gotten it's gotten pretty far um and for those of you who don't know i i dream i remember my i remember my dream every single time i go to sleep and i've been working on lucid dreaming regularly and i have been able to successfully do it um but that's going to play into this next part of this episode here so a couple days ago this person i had met before hit me up because they were in town he wanted to hang out. So i like, yeah, come on over. Well, we're hanging out and um, we start talking about spirituality. Now, when he, most people like talk about spirits or like see them or feel them, they, the hairs on their neck stand up or whatever, this person gets teary eyed. So like when they, when they have that aha moment or like it's, it, or they have, yeah. Or someone tells a story about spirits, or they feel them, they get teary-eyed. Well, we're talking about spirituality, and we're going—we had some really good, like aha moments. But then all of a sudden, like, I heard these bells, and he heard these bells, clear as day. And he's like, "Where are those bells at? Did you hear that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I like, was reluctant to answer right away because I told him, I'm like, I don't have anything with bells in it in my apartment. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate holidays. I don't have any instruments. I'm like, I don't have a single bell in my apartment. Which, of course, like he got teary eyed and was just like kind of looking at me. And then he kept noticing like something like over in the hallway, over in the hallway. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't see it, bud. But like, You know, come here. So I was like cuddling with him all night. And like, he kept saying something was over there. And I'm like, that's weird. Well, then the next day, I let it slip that there was a priest that lived here. He literally like looks at me, gets like teary eyed And he's like, you need to leave, dude. Why didn't you tell me there there was a priest? Why didn't you tell me that? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think it was a big deal. He's like, you didn't think it would be a big deal. Are you kidding me? And he's like, I want out. I want out of here. You got to get out of here. Well... That night um, we, we I got him calmed down and, you know, so I was going to go to sleep that night again or going to sleep that second night. And I wake up and and I, from a night terror because he comes in and asks, is asking me what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And I'm screaming, screaming because my hands are in this debilitating pain, this debilitating, like, it's like kind of like nerve pain. It just, except my whole arm and hand is on fire and I can't move it and it's the most uncomfortable thing ever and I'm like screaming about like my hands they hurt they hurt they hurt and he said like well what were you dreaming about what were you dreaming about and oh and for the only time in this entire year I don't remember I don't remember um and it was really hard for me to like sit with that because like um it was i had not not remembered a dream like this whole time of living here so i had this intention board above my bed and i like i had put two and two together at this point that it was had to do with the um thing that the priest that was here and it has to do with my Matthews. Cause that was a symptom that I used to get when I'd come down off of it. Um, and just those two and two, like put it together. And, um, so I got my, my message board and I took off all the letters from the marquee thing. And I wrote, fuck you on blank note cards and put it back up there. My fucking hands bur- Like the pain got so intense. I started crying and my friend's like, why would you do that? Don't do that. You're going to you pissed him off. So of course I took it down and um I'm like fuck dude what am I going to do and he's like you need to get out of here dude. Like there's something to do with you and you, that and you being like you and that drug and that priest there's something there's a connection there. So um I call my friend my neighbor actually who's staying with a friend who also talks to spirits and I told her very minimal information. But I'm like, Can you meditate and you know, talk to this talk to the spirits and like find out like if I should move what I should do if I'm safe what have you. Well, in that time I went to the metaphysical store uh, present moments best store in Minneapolis like I'll drop that right now like hands down I'll tell you why here in a second. So. Present moments, literally like two blocks from me. There's a shaman there. She's amazing. Um, there is an apothecary, a-, a dude that does apothecary, or ap- I you know I don't know. Y'all are gonna laugh at me. Apothecary, yes. <laughs> a dude who practices apothecary or whatever. Um, and just really cool people. Well, I go in, and I look scared because I just realized that like. For the past three years, I have been fucking around with methamphetamine intravenously with this thing in this basement that like is feeding off of it, you know? So I'm just like, holy, I'm a little shook. I'm a little shook. Um, And so then, um, excuse me. So I tell her what's going on and I'm like, I need to talk to somebody about this. And... The way she genuinely, like, believed me, because at this point, I still probably, like, cared a little bit if people thought I was crazy or whatever. But, no, she was like, oh, yeah, we have a shaman here. She comes back at 2. So I come back at 2. And um, she, I tell her, and she genuinely just, like, fully believes me. And she's like, honey, like, you, are, you need to ground yourself. Like, you're so scared and you're panicking. And she's like, your light is so strong right now. Um, and that's, what's drawing them to you. So then the dude, whether well, the, the dude who practices apothecary, I am just call him, I'm going to call him Dr. Dude from now on. Um, but Dr. Dude is a person who practices apothecary at present moments. So Dr. Dude comes over, he's an older dude and he's like, may I offer you some advice? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, come over here. Let me assess you. So he holds my hand out, takes, gets my pulse puts different um oils different extracts into my hand and then monitors my pulse also like because the pain was still happening he goes i want you to also tell me when you start feeling pain and i i would and he was like looking at my breathing and assessing me and being a nurse like i felt fully like taken care of in the sense that like this dude knew what he was talking about you know i've never had somebody at any metaphysical store like do this, but I was just, I just felt very like, okay, like this is no joke. So he does his work up and he's like, all right, he's like, what you're going through right now is the darkest part of the dark night of the soul where I thought I was kind of like already through it, but apparently it's not the case. Apparently I just started it back then and now I'm at the darkest part of it. He's like, you're going to need to ground yourself and you're going to need to stay strong because they are going to come for you. Your light is very bright. Your throat chakra is blocked and your third third eye is blocked for some reason right now. Scary thing about this apartment. Sometimes when I dream, I have dreams where like, I can't talk. I'll be trying to talk and I can't talk. My friend who warned me about this, randomly a couple like this the first night he was here he's like why is my throat like why am i losing my voice why can't i talk right oh i got goosebumps like whoa creepy so he's like i'm gonna mix you up something take this four times a day um come back to me in five weeks because he's like you will need help and he's like what you're going through you're about to become awakened kind of and he's like i want to follow you and he's like, but we need to ground you first. And he's like, and her, both her and the shaman were like, don't use any drugs. Don't, um, you don't drink. Don't, uh, don't do heroin. She's like, if you need, if you need an escape, get the ganj. So, ganj it is. Um, well, they told me to, they gave me some, uh, tourmaline. They told me to salt, I'm gonna salt the place and cleanse the place, but um oh okay so then my friend who my neighbor whose friends talks to spirits called back and she said the spirits told me these things 23 23. it's in the basement get out burn the building which we can't do um and then i showed her pictures of the needle a a needle hands and He Needles, blank card, and hands. And she told me those things. I didn't tell her about, like, the note card or the fact that I was using intravenously. But I did tell her about my hands. So the blank card pissed it off. The drug use is what keeps it, like, makes it grow and makes it more powerful. That's why whenever I stop doing it, my hands get, like, it's as a way for it to, like, make me do it again or make me think that, like, That'll stop it. But little does it know that when I experience withdrawal symptoms, that's like the fire under my ass to quit. So backfired. But I'm out. I'm out, dude. I have seen Poltergeist. I've I've seen a lot of horror movies. Bitch, I'm gone. I'm out. Like, I'm going to go get me a... uh, This is how y'all know it's serious. I'm going tomorrow and getting me a nursing home, nursing job where they're offering 12 bucks an hour on top of an hourly wage. So I can get the fuck out of here. Like my, my vacation from my my is over. My friend even said that when I got back, he's like, yeah, you need to like work again. He's like, you, you like, you need to like, cause it's going to be harder and harder to ground yourself. But like, my coronation is over. I loved it. It was cute. It was fun. I'm still going to be working on the podcast and I'm still going to be working on all these things that I've started with y'all. Um, it just also means that I have to do something to pay the bills. So if you all really want to help me and make my dreams come true, um, help me out, like spread my podcast. I'm going to start a YouTube here pretty quick, spread the YouTube, just spread everything. Yeah. Spread your legs. Go ahead. I love, why not? Um, But don't spread those diseases. Know your status. Anyway, that was just my, like, I had to tell y'all about that. It was a crazy, crazy weekend in terms of just, like, um, spiritual confirmations. But I'm looking for an apartment or a house to rent in Minneapolis area. So if any of you, my listeners know, please let me know. Um, But, yeah, I'm not trying to dwell with this spirit. I'm not trying to know. Nope. I'm like, I'm out. Check, please. No, no, boo-boo. No, no. <sighs> well, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, for listening to my story about that. And quite frankly, like, I'm at the point already where it's like, I don't care if people think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I know what I heard. And I can I can put two and two together. So I'm putting two and two together. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the second uh, episode of... My pro lizard is freaking out right now, but it's okay. Anyway, the second episode of the bold, beautiful, and the bearded. And um, let me know what y'all thought. And can't wait to have another conversation with y'all. Later.